years, I've been called many names. Uh, I've been called a Bernie bro. I've been called a Hillbot. I have been called a neoliberal. I've been called a far left lunatic. Um, and it, it doesn't actually bother me, but that actually leads me to the next two questions that I want to address. I'm going to read both questions before I issue any answers. The first question came from YouTube community member Royce, uh, uh, Roy Copeland, nine, five, six, oh. So Roy Copeland asked me this, why you're such a Biden propagandist. Is it really worth losing white house, the house and Senate for a man who took top secret docs home and kept them for 14 years, who lied on debate stage about his family, taking Chinese money, who doesn't want to end DOJ memo and run at 82. Don't we have dozens of qualified Dems without five decades of baggage? Because, you know, I'm a Biden propagandist. Then the next question is from YouTube community member Toots19. And Toots19 wants to know, I want to know why you hate Biden. You're suggesting that we vote for who exactly? The alternative is outstanding. So tell us, who do you want at ROF? Not Kennedy, I hope. Now, the reason, obviously, I'm, I'm lumping these two questions together is because they're two completely conflicting points. Like they both cannot be true. How can I be both a Biden propagandist and absolutely loathe president Biden with every fiber of my being? It's simply not possible. And here's the fun part. I'm neither of those things. I've made it clear in video after video, both here over and over at ring of fire, um, and on the ring of fire podcast that I host. And if you're not listening to that, you should be. Um, I I've made it clear that I am going to vote for president Biden. I have also made it clear that I wish a better Democrat were running. Now, definitely not Bobby Kennedy Jr. Hell no. And I've also said, although I like what Marianne Williamson has to say, I do not think she should, you know, with no political experience, become president. Like that's dangerous. We just went through four years of that. Let's not try that experiment again. But to be a Biden propagandist, like, wow, you know, that one, that one actually, I got to say like that hurts a little. I have criticized President Biden since the 2020 debates, like the 2019 democratic primary debates, I did not want him to be the candidate at all. I did not vote for him in the 2020 primary here in Florida, but he's what we've got. Yes. I would prefer a different Democrat and people are like, well, then who would it be? Katie Porter. How about Katie Porter? How about Stacey Abrams? How about Elizabeth Warren? How about Jamie Raskin? How about Ed Markey? How about Bernie Sanders? How about Jeff Merkley? How about Jay Inslee? You want me to continue or do you have a good enough list so far? How about Gavin Newsom? I mean, uh, how about Barbara Lee? How about Nina Turner? Do you want me to continue? <laughs> There's plenty of good names of people out there that have political experience that could do this, that would have a shot that would bring us good leadership here in the democratic party. But we don't have those options right now. Now, do we? Because Biden's running and they're not even going to have a primary. So it is what it is, but it is funny to me how people can watch these videos and come out with like two distinct, distinctly different takeaways that I am both somehow a Biden propagandist and the biggest Biden hater on the planet. Right 
Ron DeSantis' presidential campaign going down in flames has been one of the bright spots for me in this entire Republican primary. After having lived under the DeSantis administration here in the state of Florida for more than four years now, I feared what this guy could do to our country if he were to make it to the White House. And now that that's pretty much, you know, put on ice, I'm happy. I still got to live with it down here for another three years, but the rest of the country, you do not have to suffer the way that we have here in Florida. And that brings us to our next question. This question comes from Sean McKenzie, 8699, who asks, when do you think Ron DeSantis will drop out of the Republican primary? And that's a good question because it's going to happen. I mean, let's be real here. Everybody not named Donald Trump is eventually going to drop out of that Republican primary. The question is when we will see a massive thinning of the herd, um, after Iowa, a lot of these also rands, you know, the people that poll consistently at zero to 1% and yeah, there's plenty of them. They're all going to be gone. I mean, hell the mayor of Miami already dropped out and nobody even noticed that. So all the little folks will be gone after Iowa. Chris Christie, he put all of his chips into New Hampshire. So if New Hampshire does not go well for Chris Christie, he's gone. Uh, Ramaswamy, a poor showing in both Iowa and New Hampshire, uh, possibly even up to, you know, maybe one or two after that, he'll limp along and then he'll be gone. And I actually do predict the same thing for DeSantis, but DeSantis may hang in for one or two more races in the off chance that Donald Trump faces some kind of massive legal problem that ends up ending his campaign. So actually, let me restate that. Okay. I don't think DeSantis will go the Ramaswamy route. I think DeSantis will stick in it as long as he has to, like, even when it gets to the point where it's clear that Ron DeSantis has no path towards victory in the primary, he's going to hang in there in the off chance that Donald Trump gets convicted. And then they pass a rule in the party that says you can't put a convicted felon as the nominee, which would change what would happen with the electors who go to the Republican national convention. So even if he hangs in there, knowing he has no chance, unless something happens to Trump, what we'll see is not a complete disillusion of the campaign. And by the way, I think Nikki Haley will do the same thing. What we'll see is a suspension. So the campaign will still exist, but it won't be gone. So that leaves them open to be able to be voted for at the Republican national convention. If Donald Trump has a criminal conviction on his record by the time we get to that point. So that's the way I see things unfolding. Again, I I'm not clairvoyant, so I don't know for certain if that's how it happens. I just think that kind of based on the history, that's the most likely scenario. People on the left tend to get obsessed about labels. I mean, you know, liberal, Democrat, neoliberal, leftist, socialist, democratic socialist, whatever it is. And I don't like that. I, I, I think it's squabbling over something that doesn't matter. And the reason I bring that up is because we got a question here from YouTube community member Panko Breadcrumbs who asks, do you identify as a leftist or a liberal? Could you explain your political positions in a bit of detail? Now, I do really like the second half of that question, like explain your political positions in detail. That's a great question. 
the first half, like, do I identify as a leftist or a liberal? I don't care. I, I genuinely don't care about labels. I am a registered Democrat. I have been since I turned 18. So that's what I am. <laughs> and I think when we get hung up on labels, that just kind of puts us into a different little bubble of which we never want to escape from. So labels are dumb. Like I, I see it all the time. I'm, I'm, I'm very online. I'm on social media constantly. And people argue like, you're not a real leftist. They're just a liberal who gives a crap. Like stop it. This is stupid. Now as for my political positions, what do I believe in? I believe that the role of the federal government is to care for the American public. Now notice I said care for, not protect. Yes, I do believe that the federal government does have a job to protect us, but their primary job is to take care of us. And as such, they can take care of us by doing things like granting every single person in this country universal health care, zero dollars at point of service. That is the biggest thing that we need. We take care of people by offering military funded jobs programs, job training, debt free college, taking action on the environment shutting down corporate polluters that are giving entire communities cancer. I mean, those are things like, you know, the whole corporate pollution, those are things that are happening literally today. This isn't just like holdovers from, you know, the sixties and seventies and corporations just throwing it out there and nobody knew what it was. Folks, it's happening today. And the federal government has a job to protect us by shutting those people down. That that's my political position in a nutshell. Whatever helps the most amount of people, that's what the government should be doing. And again, whether it's healthcare, whether it's climate change, whether it's debt-free college and jobs programs, those are the things that our federal government should be working on. Infrastructure, that is a massive protection that the United States government needs to do. People die in this country every single day due to our faulty infrastructure. And we are not spending enough. The one trillion from Biden was a good start, but it's not enough. So if I had to put my political positions in a nutshell, and I know you said in detail, but you know, unfortunately we just don't have the time for all of that. You know, that's what it is. The government needs to start taking care of people. So, so social security, Medicare, Medicaid are great programs, but we shouldn't just as a government be like, Hey, okay. Once you hit a certain age, we're going to take care of you. No, from birth to death, actually prenatal to death. I think the federal government has a responsibility to take care of all of its people. And I think if we did that as a country, our quality and standard of living would absolutely go through the roof. But until we get to that point, I'm not going to call myself a leftist. I'm not going to call myself a liberal. I'm not going to call myself anything other than a guy that actually gives a damn about people. Thanks for listening to today's Fair and Balanced Daily. Stay up to date with all of our content by finding us on YouTube at youtube.com slash fairandbalanced and follow me on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at fairandbalanced. <laughs>